Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Heavy 15, a Shape by Sports football podcast. I'm your host, James Hiller. Let's get some winners this weekend, baby. Woo! Well, that was sure was a fun week, too, of sitting on the couch watching football for almost the whole day. Um, let's start with what went well this week. So, props, I'm still on fire. Spreads, god damn, these are hard. I've been picking spreads in a pool for, gosh, almost seven years now and usually do pretty well. Uh, usually, to be successful, you have to hit around 60%. It's really tough to do that. And I did this week. I hit just over 60%, 10 for 60 in my pool, but... Funny enough, I couldn't give five winners out for you guys. I could only get two out of the five. I just picked the wrong ones, I suppose. And I, those other three were also L's in my pool, too. So, way she goes, I guess. It's not too bad. But, uh, anyways, I went four out of five on my props this week, which brings me to a six and one total record, including the Thursday night opener. Uh, the long, one loss was Jonathan Taylor. He only saw one target on the receiving end for two yards with his one catch. This was a little surprising after the amount of chances he got last week through the air, but it was the Rams and Aaron Donald and all those boys scaring the hell out of Carson Wentz, who probably is in two walking boots now since he's made a glass, which is unfortunate. But that's okay. You can't win them all. Um, other than that, just again, yeah, on fire. DJ Moore hit easily after he was a lean receiver with eight receptions for 79 yards and a TD while the Panthers beat the shit out of the Saints. Uh, in their home opener, Adam Thielen for the Vikings went over four and a half receptions with six. Uh, ended up with 39 yards, struggled a bit, but still got a touchdown and a loss to the Cardinals. Also in this game, the other prop, Rondell Moore, Easily went over his two and a half receptions. Uh, tying Max Williams, their tight end, for the most receptions on the day with seven. But Moore also led the team in receiving yards with 114 and a TD. He was super explosive in this game. I think one of his touchdowns might have got called back to or something. Uh, I could definitely see him gain more chances in the coming weeks to inch closer to that number two spot to compete with uh, Christian Kirk. Obviously, he's not going to beat out Hopkins because he's so darn good uh last prop kyle pitts for atlanta i think he got some garbage time yards but he did play really well against tampa uh his prop was over 38 and a half receiving yards he ended up leading the team with 73 on five receptions so that was nice to see finally uh especially after week one it was a little weird unclear how they're going to use him but you would hope that, given he was taken number four in this year's draft. And, uh, yeah, hopefully he can continue this hot streaks with props. As definitely enjoying them much more than the spreads. Spreads are freaking tough, man. Even when you find things that can work in your favor, it seems that some bullshit always happens or other things that you just wouldn't expect. Like for the Steelers game, for example, I didn't know up until an about an hour before the game that Devin Bush and one of their other top defenders were playing. So that sucks. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to some other things. So as for my picks against the spread, I went two and three this week. 
not much better than my one and four last week. That sucked, but uh, the two wins though were easily wins and basically hit by halftime for both of them. The Panthers stomped the Saints, covered the plus three and a half uh, easily. The Saint against the Saints, winning twenty six to seven. Jameis Winston had nowhere to go. Alvin Kamara got locked up after having both having a great week one. This Panthers team is a little weird considering their schedule, seeing as how it is pretty easy to start off the year, but near the end it gets very tough with a little stretch against uh, the Patriots in November, then the Cardinals and Washington, then the Dolphins, and they play the Falcons again, so I don't really count that one. But the last four weeks they're at Buffalo, hosting Tampa, at the Saints, and and Tampa hosts them. So it'll be interesting, I guess, at that point. I think they might be a wild card team, but it's again, it's only week three. It's super early. Lots of things to still figure out. It's hard to gauge a lot of things on these teams. Um, the other game I picked correct was the Patriots by six over the Jets. This was just a total dumpster fire. Uh, poor Zach, Zach Wilson, man. Uh, like I thought, Mac Jones is just going to play a turnover-free game. Game managed pretty well with a solid run game from Damian Harris and others. Obviously, we know Belichick always makes it a nightmare for rookie QBs, and he did see some ghosts by forcing, uh, by coaching his defense and forcing him to throw four picks, which is hard to watch at times. Uh, I think it's going to be a long season for both New York teams, to be honest. They both look like shit. Uh, moving on to where I went wrong. Where I suck this week, so like I just mentioned before, I can't for the life of me pick a Steelers game correctly against the spread. Heck, even the Raiders, given how they both ended up playing each other. Uh, Steelers ended up having two defenders not play or be announced that they weren't going to play hours before the game, which I missed. Uh, Big Ben got hurt like his usual old self and is more and more looking ready to retire, I think. Derek Carr keeps surprising me, and I think the world, uh, proving the doubters wrong, uh, putting up MVP numbers and yards, to be honest, against a stingy defense in Pittsburgh, which is quite impressive. I I really don't know if he can keep this up. They have a really tough schedule, but I'm, I think I'm definitely going to stay away from the Raiders in Pittsburgh, at least for a couple weeks, because I cannot get a good gauge on this team. It's just fucked. Uh my second loss against the spread was a heartbreaker, I think, for the Chiefs one. And Chiefs fans, I'm not Chiefs fans, but I like cheering for Mahomes. Uh, in the Sunday night football game, I thought they had the Ravens all figured out with some early defensive turnovers. Uh, Tyron Matthew was a dog in that game. But near the end of the game, you know, Mahomes likes to try to do things himself and go that extra mile. He was about to get sacked and he threw it while he was falling down through a costly pick, which is really uncharacteristic of him. I don't, from what I remember, I don't think he's ever lost a September game and he doesn't throw many picks either. Um, then after Baltimore scored, Clyde Edwards Hilaire uh, fumbled the ball, which would have, most likely set up a field goal for Harrison Bucker, who doesn't miss very often. So I feel like I got a bit screwed in that game where they probably could have covered, but 
hey, that's that's football shit happens. Lamar played out of his mind. It was super exciting to watch this game, but that was one of the L's. Uh, the last one was also kind of weird, and the Cowboys being on the winning end of one of these, opposed to losing, where Greg the Legs are on. I guess his back felt better, whatever his injury was. He was able to hit a 56-yard field goal as time expired. Good for the Cowboys, I guess. I, I thought the Chargers had that one, but some miscues, I think, at the end of the game. They screwed up. Uh, next, we'll move on to the props. So the Thursday night game, since this game is such a gross game with Davis Mills starting the game, with Tyrod Taylor, unfortunately, out with a hamstring injury. And yeah, the Panthers are a fun team to watch, but realistically, I don't know how this one could play out. So even though I have to pick it in my pool, I'm definitely staying away from personally betting it myself, other than props, because I like props, and I feel like there's some edges here. Um, the first one I got is Brandon Cooks, over five and a half receptions. So over his last five games, he's averaged 7.6 receptions, while in his last 10, 6.1. The only thing that may worry me a bit is that it's not Deshaun Watson, obviously. He's not playing. We all know why. Or Tyrod Taylor, even throwing him the ball due to injury. It's now Davis Mills throwing the ball. So Davis did he did throw a ton to Cooks, to be honest, once he took over midway through this game against the Browns. So I do like Cooks' chances, given he is their best receiver far and away um other than that i feel like they'll be running the ball a lot to be honest and weirdly enough when down i think 10 points or maybe even more at one point to the browns last week they just were handing the rock off to mark ingram a shit ton which is weird just plain losing football i think at that point like what are you doing uh yeah so honestly i think there's a good chance since the texans will most likely be behind in this game uh, I think Cooks goes over five and a half receptions. Number two, Mark Ingram also on the Texans. Uh, I think he's going to go over nine and a half rush attempts. So he's clearly the number one back, even with a crowded backfield with Lindsey um, and I think one or two other notable guys uh, for Houston. But he had 26 attempts in week one, only 14 in week two, but... I expect the Texans to rush the ball out this week again with Mills being their quarterback uh, just to ease some pressure off of them. And like I mentioned before, they were running a lot, went down against Cleveland. In one drive, uh, Ingram had eight carries. So that was interesting, even while losing. So I really think this prop should have a good chance to hit, given how Ingram's definitely their best back. Um, a third one. I have for the Panthers, Dan Arnold over receiving yards of 21 and a half. So he's been able to hit this prop in 10 of his 18 starts. So this one's a little dicey. I'm just wanted to throw a few there on for you guys. I'm definitely most confident in the Mark Ingram and Brandon Cooks one. But uh, versus Houston last time he hit 39 yards and his last five, he's at 37 and a half. So... I think definitely think the Panthers might be able to throw a lot this game other than giving it to McCaffrey, of course. But week one, he was targeted just three times. But week two played out nicely for him and Sam Darnold. He had 55 yards against New Orleans and was targeted four times. Uh, so 
you never know, really. I, I, I really, it just depends on how this game plays out. I think with if they stop McCaffrey or not, but I don't think they will. It's Houston. Uh, so that's a third one for you guys. Dan Arnold over 21 and a half receiving yards. Uh, last, I like just because I think the Panthers should beat them easily, or at least in the first half. I had the Panthers minus four and a half for first half. They should start off hot. Davis Mills might be terrified, especially under the bright lights, given it's Thursday night football. Even though we've seen some really good games for the most part, and both teams uh, produce really well, I'm nervous for Davis. Uh, so I think at least in the first half, the Panthers have their way with them. So four props to you guys. That was Brandon Cooks over five and a half receptions. Mark Ingram over nine and a half rush attempts. Dan Arnold over 21 and a half receiving yards. And the Carolina Panthers over four and a half in the first half. I would most likely go at these individually and maybe just sprinkle sprinkle a little bit if you want to do all four. But I found these odds on Bet365. I don't know how much they differ on elsewhere, like Bodog or something that I also use. But... Yeah, sorry for taking so long to get back to you guys on the recap for this. I had some things going on, but I felt why not do better better way to do the recap than to also give out some uh, Thursday night ones. But I think my picks for this week will probably be out most likely Saturday. I just uh, these spreads look really tough this week. Uh, there's some monster ones. I think there's six or seven over a touchdown to be honest. So. Picking five is going to be really difficult. I'll also give some props, too, since I've been loving those. Um, yeah, I think that's it for this one. Anyways, there's where I went right and wrong for week two. Decent week. Shit on the spreads. Really hot on the props. And there's four props for the Thursday night game. Take care, guys.